Hello, and thank you for tuning into Answers from the Lab, where we share Mayo Clinic knowledge and advancements on the state of testing and science from laboratory leaders and the people who are making it happen behind the scenes. I'm Dr. Bobby Pritt, your host, and a clinical microbiologist and the chair of the Division of Clinical Microbiology at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. For today's episode, we welcome Jennifer Hooper from our product management team at Mayo Clinic Laboratories for a test and focus interview. Thank you for the introduction, Dr. Pritt. Today, we will be discussing the new Mayo Complete Melanoma Panel with Dr. Ray Gua. Thank you for being here today. Before we get into the actual test, Dr. Gua, could you provide a little bit of background about yourself, please? Thank you, Jennifer. My name is Ray Gua. I'm one of the dermatopathologists and surgical pathologists at Mayo Clinic Rochester. My work is mainly focused on diagnostic work in difficult skin diseases and tumors. My special interest to focus on the complex diseases and the disease with aggressive behavior and with uh, challenging questions. And I do work side by side with eight other colleagues in dermatopathology session. And we work in a multidisciplinary, very collegial fashion. In addition, we work with our colleagues in oncology, surgery, dermatology, etc. And so we're building a very strong cutaneous oncology, comprehensive patient care team here. Thank you so much. You're definitely the subject matter expert that we need to have to be able to kind of dive into this new melanoma test. So with that being said, could you give a brief overview of the new melanoma panel assay? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I'm very excited about this upcoming uh, new version of the melanoma panel. Uh, we had a previous one, uh, which is, uh, we called the MELP, M-E-L-P. The older uh, assay was based on next generation sequencing and the test was focusing on five uh, melanoma associated genes. Um, this is a great assay to begin with, uh, especially for clinical use. Um, some of the genes are important for target therapy. Some of them are useful for uh, you know, some sort of rough classification of the tumor because melanoma is actually very different among each other. Um, and while this updated, this new version of panel, which included addition of 12 genes, which are associated with melanoma. So these additions are actually very important for uh, several reasons. First of all, um, these new panel, uh, these new genes uh, test will include the full exonic sequencing instead of targeted areas. So the coverage is a lot more comprehensive for the genome. And second of all, the, um, this assay will give you some sort of exploratory use. So, you know, for us to look for something unexpected and, and novel uh, mutations in, in, in these tumors. And, and because we have more genes here, uh, which are uh, really helpful for us to, uh, for further classification of the tumors, you know, uh, to resolve the problem of the heterogeneity of melanoma. Uh, one quick example here, we have addition of 
uh, CTNNB1 gene, if the tumor has this mutation, very likely it is one of the very, very unusual deep penetrating nevus like melanoma, which will behave very differently than other conventional melanoma. So with this gene mutation included here, it will be very helpful for us for better classification. And this classification is critical for clinical treatment guidance. And um, it also provides more prognostic and diagnostic markers. Uh, one example is the TERT promoter mutation here. Um, if there's a, the tumor has a TERT promoter mutation, then usually the tumor has a bad prognosis. And if the uh, mutation's there, um, it's helpful for us to tell the difference between a uh, difficult, challenging, atypical melanocytic lesion versus a definitive melanoma. So um, these new additions do have additional uh, value for prognosis, diagnosis, and better classification for treatment guidance. Yeah, now those are great points. And I think really what makes this assay very current and stand out, because it does have the capability to look at the tumor from the diagnostic, prognostic, and classification areas, and even some potential therapeutic implications. Is, is that correct? That's correct. Could you talk a little bit more about the addition of MSI assessment in this panel? Yes, so MSI utilization in melanoma has been in a mostly exploratory stage, although some MSI status have been detected in melanoma patients, but the clinical use in this aspect has been very limited. So addition of MSI will definitely provide more clinical and molecular insights for better classification of melanoma and with the potential for future MSI related or targeted therapy in the future. So that's more exploratory, but I think it is important to explore this part. Yeah, I would agree with you. When you're talking about the actual patients that should have this testing, can you discuss what that patient case looks like? In the older panel, when we had the five genes, usually the tests are ordered for patients who have already developed recurrence or metastatic melanoma, that needs target therapy. But with a new panel, we actually can expand that to patients who have difficult tumors, which you cannot decide if it's a melanoma or not. And also for a patient with unusual melanoma, but you don't know what kind of type it is, in addition to the prognostic and then and, you know, the targeted therapy. So it's for a broader population of patients, including those treatment and prognosis and diagnosis related. Okay. So it sounds like that molecular signature of these tumors are really going to be able to kind of drive, especially within those complex and unusual cases. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. And last question, talk a little bit about how these results are used in patient care. And I think you tapped into that just a little bit, you know, as it results in therapeutics, but if you could discuss that again, that would be great. Yeah, definitely. For example, here I can use a, one of the genes, a BRAF, as one example. BRAF, if there's a mutation, it's not helpful for you to tell the difference between melanoma versus a benign melanocytic tumor, but it is helpful for targeted therapy. So when you use that, then you know what, you know, there's the option for treatment. When you have a gene IQ mutation, which included in here, 
then you probably are dealing with uh, unusual UV melanoma or a blue nevus-like melanoma. So that's helpful for you to classify it. And then as I previously mentioned, the TERT mutation, if it is there, you know it's gonna be a bad aggressive melanoma that is definitely malignant if, you, if that's your question. We have this HRAS uh, mutation here. If it is there, you probably are dealing with an unusual Spitz lesion. So it's helpful in several different aspects. So those are just some of the examples. Yeah. And I think a few things that you mentioned that I really think bear repeating is the fact that this particular assay is able to be applied in a variety of different melanoma cases and really helps you hone in on exactly what the implication is to the patient. And that's really at the core of why the development was done on this new melanoma panel. Wouldn't you agree? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Is there anything else you would like to add about this? This has been an excellent conversation and I think really helpful to be able to lay out the new Mayo Complete Melanoma Panel. Is there anything else you'd like to add? So I think this is a great panel, updated panel for better and more like wider use of the molecular testing for melanoma patients. In addition, we also have comprehensive whole genome copy number variation analysis available here which is the chromosomal microarray. And we also have the large cancer mutation panel, which actually covers pretty much all the mutations here too. So those can be the alternative method, especially when you're trying to find out about the copy number burden, the tumor chromosomal instabilities, and tumor mutation burdens. And those things are sometimes important for you to look at the entire tumor landscape, which may qualify the tumor for like, you know, target therapy or immunotherapy, et cetera. And a lot of that information, for example, the copy number changes are critical for us to tell the difference between a challenging, a typical lesion versus malignant melanoma. So that's also an important part. Those are the alternative methods that can be compensated with this panel. Thank you for that, Dr. Gua. I think that's a really important point to highlight within the context of this melanoma panel is the fact that at Mayo Clinic Laboratories, we have a very complementary and comprehensive test portfolio within this disease space. So we can really treat the patient with the test they need when they need it. Thank you so much for being our subject matter expert today on the new melanoma panel. We really appreciate you taking the time to speak with us. To learn more about the Mayo Complete Melanoma Panel by NGS and how to order for your institution, please visit mayocliniclabs.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to Answers from the Lab. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and don't forget to tune in every Thursday and every other Tuesday.